But here, look. Flaw to flow. And you're like, this is simple. You're going to be like, okay. Here's the character flaws I need to get out of. No. Here's the character flaws I need to get in touch with. That I need to convert into flow. That's it. So, flaw to flow. Write all the things you don't like about yourself. And then on the next one, all the things that if you were fully living on wisdom, how would that look like? And every day, prime yourself to live in the flow. To fully live on wisdom. Fully living on wisdom. Stay in the flow. Stay in the flow. Fully living on wisdom. Stay in the flow. Stay in the flow. Fully living on wisdom. Stay in the flow. Stay in the flow. Fully living on wisdom. Stay in the flow. Stay in the flow. Stay in the flow. Fully living on wisdom. Stay in the flow. Stay in the flow. <laughs> Maybe that's going to remind you. Fully living on wisdom. Stay on the flow. Don't just know it. Live on it. If Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Or tune in live every Monday at 12 p.m. by visiting FAURradio.com. there what was i doing i was waving my hands like clouds wave your hands like clouds this is just one of the many different exercises that you can do to reverse your emotions reverse the emotion of worry let it go reverse the emotion of fear let it go reverse the emotion of anxiety in your shoulders let it go reverse the emotion of being scared in your hamstring drum it out these are a couple of things that I'm going to show you in next Saturday or Sunday's Qigong class. By clicking the link and getting your ticket today, you're going to learn specific medical Qigong exercises that can improve your vitality, reduce stagnation and inflammation, and muscle tension. So if you want to feel better, you want to breathe better, you want to transmit your stress into bliss, come learn how to breathe and how to move with the holistic motivator. All you gotta do is get your ticket. The class is gonna be fully online on Zoom where you could just set up your computer or your phone and we'll just engage in a meditation session. So 
If you're looking for practical exercises you can do to reduce your depression, anxiety, anger, and overall stress in your life, make sure that you join this class. You are not going to regret it. It's going to benefit you forever. It's not just a one-time class, it's a lifetime thing. So as soon as you learn how to do this one time, you can go home and do it by yourself. So make sure you click the link below to reserve your spot. It's the Holistic Motivator, reminding you that you got the unlimited power in you to let go of stuck energy and be free from anxiety. That's my message and I'm sticking to it. I'll see you there. Peace. How you doing? How's your day going? What are some of the friendships you treasure in your life? What are some of the things that some of the people that you want to stay with you forever? Can that happen? Is that even a possibility? Well, keep tuning in to this episode of Ed talking about friendships. friendships do you have them we all have people in our lives that we call friends like people in our lives that we don't know what we would do without them as if without this person right here it's literally painful for us to live because we're like yo we grieve their lack of presence but do we treasure their presence thereof so friendships what are they? Is it a ship of friends? Is it a ship of people who say we're gonna go somewhere, we're gonna do something together? What is friendships? What are friendships? When I talk about leadership, I say it's joining hand in hand and head in head to go somewhere. Well, friendships is not necessarily joining hand in head to go somewhere like a leadership or people coming together to achieve a goal for a business. Friendship is finding the people that's going to be pleasurable to be around during the trip. So leadership is what you do to lead the ship of mother nature, I like to say. Well, lead the ship of your creation, which means whatever it is you're gonna create in the world, whether it's an idea, a business, nonprofit, a company, you gotta lead that ship. But while you're leading that ship going to where you want to go, make sure you got some friends in that ship. <laughs> so which means make sure you have people to have a good time with. So my definition of friendship is people along the way of life that's going to help you enjoy life. So you can have a good time. The reason why I say that is Sometimes we got friends in our lives, uh, but they don't. we don't have good times with them. So you gotta think to yourself, is that really your friend? I talked about vibes last week, energy. Does somebody drain your energy or do they give you more good vibes? Do they fuel you up? 
Do they encourage you? Do they switch you from the path of shame and into courage by listening to you or by saying something nice? Or are they the type of people that constantly make you feel bad about yourself? So we have to really see that. So leadership is I'm going to lead the ship of mother nature. And I put it this way because that's what I do. I like to make things uh, poetic. Leading the ship of mother nature towards a destination saying that whatever creation I'm going to do, I'm going to lead it. This is leadership. Friendship is saying while I'm going there, I'm going to have people that's going to make this experience pleasurable. Now, let's talk about pleasure. Is it a physical sensation, a mental sensation, or a spiritual realization? What is pleasure? What is the difference between pleasure and blissfulness? You know, let's not get into that. But pleasure is anything that fuels your spirit and doesn't put you in a ill state of mind or a low energy state. That's pleasure. Anything that's beyond or that's beyond the pain of being underneath under low energy, below 200, as I kept talking about last week which is 200, the emotion of courage. Anything that's below courage is from pleasure to pain. So the first thing you want to see about friendships is are you around people who keep you in courage because they encourage you, right? So that's the number one thing. Do you feel stronger around your friends or do you feel weaker? This can be analyzed very simply. Like I do not have to be a friendship expert to say this. As a human being, I obviously know this because we all experience it. Let's say you walk into a room and you have your friends in that ship of that situation. And then your friends are there and you walk in. Do you feel as if your courage rose or did your courage diminish? Right. So let's think about that as it relates to friendship. Do they encourage you? And let's switch it back to yourself. Do you encourage your friends? And you're like, uh, OK, uh, I thought it had to do with them. That would be well, it has to do with you, too. So friendships is about somebody who keeps you above. First of all, you got to do it for yourself, but somebody who does not take you below the calibration or the frequency state of 200, which is courage. So if you get in the ship of celebration, like, yo, I'm going to go on a cruise and then you get on this cruise and you were supposed to be vacating, but the BS just seemed to like follow you around throughout the whole trip as if from the staff to the people there to everyone else seemed to be like they're the problem, right? And you never met any of these people in your life. So you were trying to escape your life. So you went somewhere else to another ship, but it happened to be a cruise, right? I'm going to go on a vacation, right? So sometimes you might be in your friendship situation and you're like, they're draining me. My, their energy is draining. So I need to escape. So you're like, I'm going to go to a cruise. This is an analogy as well. A cruise meaning I'm going to go somewhere where I can take a break from the friendships that have been draining me. And then you go on the cruise, yet you thought that because you left, 
you were going to not be drained anymore. However, you found out that no matter where you go, no matter where ship you're trying to get into, that you're still drained. And then in your mind, you're like, what's wrong with me? Hmm. Well, maybe we have to step back and look at your ship. So one of the major things we don't talk about when we're talking about our friends is that we don't talk about what we have to do in the situation. So we don't talk about our perspective, our our flaws. We talk about their flaws as if they, 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 they. But it seems like even I, we all do this. We get to the point where we don't even talk about what we had to do. Did Are we the energy drainers, right? Are we the people who are also bringing their vibrations down? We don't talk about that. But then again, we also don't talk about is our perceptions and our ideas or our like the things we're holding up against them or holding up against our old friends or coming up to our relationships. So you leave your friendships here and you go to a cruise. So you want to take a break from your friends to hang out somewhere else. And everybody seems to be the problem. Um, and, and then you go somewhere else, everybody seems to be the problem. It seems like everywhere you go, you find people who are the problem. Why does everywhere I go, other people are the problem? Maybe the way your being or your state of being is in the past and the problems of the past keeps repeating because you're expecting that from those people. There's, there's a very interesting quote that really sticks with me is you're going to get what you expect. So I don't have expectations anymore. I have standards because expectations limit what I'm going to get out of whoever I deal with because it's what I expect. But if I just have standards, then I could just compare what they gave me with what I accept. You see, expectations is I'm dictating what you should be like. Standards is be however you want. However, I'm going to have to compare that to who I am and what I believe in. And then in our relations, I'm going to have to make a decision whether who you are matches who with who I am creating myself to be. But when our expectations are so apparent wherever we go this person must be my way or the highway we tend to find flaws instead of letting things flow but the truth is is because of our flaw that we're seeing so many other flaws so just as much as we talk about friendships and relations to is the person encouraging you or discouraging you the question you want to ask yourself is are you the discourager first we got to get in touch with that one of the major things I learned about this week is that growth, and this is within me, does not come in hiding the facts about yourself, but it's in facing the facts and realizing that the facts are only true based on how long you empower the facts, right? So the fact about yourself is you might have some ill habits. Like I was looking at myself and I was like, yo, when I really compare on who I am, on a flow perspective, I love my spirit and who I am. Like, I love what I stand for. I love how I'm letting Jesus work through me and be in my full mission. And I'm like, I love that. But when I look at my flaws, I'm like, based on the flowing person that I am, 
these flaws shouldn't exist. So sometimes I look at them, they make me really uncomfortable and I don't like them at all. And I think to myself, yo, these are very, this is very flawed. And lately, today I wrote three, a list of flaws in my journal, which I recommend you get. And I have to be real with myself here. Now, you think I'm doing this just for you. Well, I'm going back when my, the flow, what I like to say is, flow is when I'm in the spirit, which means when I come with uh, the intention of doing good and sharing the stuff to the world, I flow, which means I get things of wisdom to tell me where to go. But then if I don't apply that to myself, then it's meaningless. So when I say something, I try to take it and use it for my own. So this message is for me. And I was really like, yo, I have some character flaws. I got to get in touch with them so I can convert them into the flow. Now, flow, this is a, uh, what is it called? Is it acronym or whatever? I've made it fully living on wisdom. Now, I want you to write this one down and don't steal it as your, I guess you can. Don't do it. Say the holistic motivator came up with it. Flow, fully living on wisdom. What that mean is, when you're in the flow, you're living in communication with uh, all the spiritual information available to you. All the wisdom of God is available to you when you're in the flow. That's why the flow state is when you're doing what you're doing with such focus, intention, goals, that you became one with whatever it is you're doing. I'm in the flow state. You could be working and be in the flow state. So I say living your life in the flow state is when you fully live on the wisdom of God, which means everything that you do is in accordance to the principles of God, which are not just uh, laws that create things in the world, but laws that create us. I was like, how can I be more in the flow and less in my flaws? And I realized that my flaws is a result of my past, past conditioning, past programming, past traumas. Also, ways to deal with other people's flaws. That one. Thank you, God, for that one. My flaws are not just flaws because of the past things, but they're actually ways to deal with other people's flaws. So in trying to deal with flaws, we get more flaws. Like sometimes to deal with a toxic person, we just like we kind of have to be toxic because <laughs> you so toxic. So one of the great things I like about myself, but then I see about myself that doesn't quite work is when I'm able to go at peace when somebody gets really angry, right? I'm able to talk really calm and understanding, but then I realize that if that person puts that fire of anger so much, it, it burns me up, it burns me up, up until I get super angry. So I gave up to, I gave into it at the end of it. So your ability to resist giving in to the energy state don't go down to their level they said that all the time but it's actually factual as in don't go down to their energy level so sometimes i'm encouraged i'm in you know creation and somebody's in anger and then they keep going anger 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 and then i switch from that and then now i'm in anger right that's because i've let the flaw become my flaw to deal with their flaw because if you're screaming at me and I'm showing peace, although that strength and understanding and compassion 
to like to you i might be thinking you think i'm weak so i think that i think i have to be angry at you so you don't think i'm weak so i'm living in flaws to combat your flaws and revealing my flaws along the way instead of being in the flow which is fully living on wisdom showing compassion forgiveness and understanding so friendships can be very tricky but what's very important is that we see our flaws now in talking about friendships i'm going to talk about some of my flaws that i don't like so here it is one of the things i do is i have to be super vulnerable right i don't have to be but i get to be right i get to serve so one of the things i learned about myself and my friendships is that i'm looking back who i am now and i'm like how many friends do i have that are really close friends and i really thought about it i was like Dang, I know a lot of, I've known a lot of people in my lifetimes, but I don't have a lot of deep relationships with people. And I'm like, hmm, what about myself that caused me to not have, because I've had a lot of deep relationships. Somewhere along the way, we've detached and I've never heard from these people again. We didn't leave on a bad page. I didn't break the relationship. It just seems like they're doing their thing and I'm doing my thing. And I'm like, okay, this is normal. People grow. You, you switch in life and, you know, you can't hang around everybody at every stage of your life. There is a season for everything, a wise man once said. I'm like, okay, I get that. I was like, hmm. But, right, people grow, people go places. But at the same time, you still, there are friendships you still should have in your life. Then I'm thinking about my relationship with my family. I'm like, hmm, how's my relationship with my younger siblings and my brothers and sisters? And I'm like... Um, how close am I to them? I'm like, not that close. So then I, I'm going back, I'm going back, I'm looking at my childhood. Then I remember when I was a kid, my, uh, <laughs> you, you all had MySpace, right? My MySpace page was called Mr. Lonely. So I realized that from a young age, my introverted personality, uh, my ideas of abandonment and detachment as a young child, has caused me to a lot of time detach from others to work on me and just be introverted and some people would say self-centered but I say centered to build the self to the point where even if I have not much people that I talk to right how many people do I get a text from on a personal level hey Ed how you doing today like not that much um last week how many people text me how are you doing today not that much but i used to think how many people text me then i say well how many people did you text so i learned i realized that my level of growth was not in blaming people but it was with coming in touch with my flaws and realizing that yo sometimes i don't text people back sometimes i don't text people fast enough i don't call them back or sometimes i don't make the dedication to hang out with certain people i should or sometimes I shun the people that I love. Then I'm like, what's wrong with that? Then I'm like, okay, these are flaws. How do I turn them into flow? So in doing this work, I'm able to change. Now, I could just keep all this to myself. Now this is vulnerable, right? Now you know about it, which I like and don't like. <laughs> which means I want you to know, but I don't want you to know about me. You see how that is? It's like... We want other people to grow, but we don't want to be vulnerable. But, you see, you don't have to be me. 
right? You don't have to go on social media and tell everybody about your business, right? Because we all don't have that mission to do that on this scale, but you can do it with yourself, right? So you don't have to go to the Facebook, but you could go to the Book of Faces, right? Now, this journal is the Book of Faces. Now you're like, where is the journal of Book of Faces at? Uh, let's think about uh, how many faces have you had in your lifetime? Somebody might say, I've only had one face, Ed. Well, when it was young time, at some point you had acne. One time I was light-skinned, but now I'm dark-skinned. One time I'm dark and now I'm light. Or some, I had facial hair, I didn't have facial hair. So my face did change, it evolved. I had baby hair, now I don't have baby hair. I had edges, now my edges gone. You know, I had the tape, now it's all the way back. Uh, so we're like, my face has changed. Well, that's not the face I'm talking about. The book of faces is your persona, right? So persona meaning face, uh, personality meaning many faces. So this is a book of your persona, a book of many faces, which means all the different faces and phases. Ooh. The faces and phases are in your journal, in the book of faces. And what that is, is over time, as you go back and look at yourself and look at your growth and look at the things you wrote about yourself, the flaws, the flows, You'll be like, okay, I saw the face here. Uh, uh, I kind of don't like this face right here, right? So you're like, man, uh, do I need to put on makeup or something? Here's the thing about your face. Makeup doesn't work on that face that I'm talking about. But you can make up a new face. Which means makeup, uh, whatever makeup you put on your face, doesn't work with your spirit, your being, your personality. But it works when you make up yourself. And you're like, how do I make myself up? You can make yourself. Well, I know my flaws. Now, sometimes I don't even keep my word sometimes. I hate that. I don't even want to say it. But how many of you guys don't keep all of your word? We all have these flaws as human beings. Then I realize, hey, where do I keep my word and where do I not, where don't I keep my word? Well, I say, okay, most times I keep my word when I don't have any guilt. And I'm like, when I get guilty for something, I get into shame and that somehow stops me from keeping my word. And that gets me in more guilt and shame. Then I'm like, oh, it's not that I don't keep my word. It's that I'm, I'm operating at guilt and shame too much. And you're like, What's wrong with guilt and shame? Well, they're the lowest energy frequencies, the lowest of the lowest. Anything lower than that is close to death. That's why if you shun somebody from society, shun somebody from their culture, put them in jail uh, or do something to shame them, it takes a lot of courage to get out of that. So imagine if you're around your friends and they keep you in shame, right? So how many times that you call somebody, I'm going to tell you what I mean by not keeping a word or something. It could just be as simple as, yo, I'm supposed to link up with you, we ain't link up, right? It ain't nothing like, yo, I'm an evil guy who lies to people and, and manipulate. And, no, that's the one. I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying sometimes you say you're going to do one thing, but you don't do it. Well, maybe you're too guilty, right? And then some people know how to use the sort of guilt to break you down and get you into shame. Now, these are the friends where they probably don't know better and they're just humans. So you might have to verbal, uh, verbalize this to them, not necessarily just cut them off because they keep cutting you with guilt. 
it just means some people you have to allow them space to grow and other people are just manipulative uh, ask God for the discernment and wisdom to know the difference between the two um, uh, some people will use guilt to shame you I found out that when you're about to call somebody you haven't called in a long time the first thing you'll say I'm sorry I never called you uh, I know I was supposed to call you yesterday uh, we were supposed to link up and we didn't uh, that shame usually stop you so I realized so right now instead of focusing on my flaw I'm thinking about yo how do I get out of shame as quick as possible and into courage right how do I get out of shame and into courage by encouraging myself every day so literally sometimes I have to say yo Ed you're, you're growing you have space to go hey you're just human I know, I know, I know, Ed, it, this does not look good right now. It do, it do not look good. You, you, you messed up. But, but, but you will get better. You're going to do better because you've done better before. Your heart is at the right place, Ed. Hey, I know this is very shameful. You look at the past, but the past is in the past. And with the present, you can build up a new version of you. And that's what keeps me going. That's what's doing the growth, right? So you ask... If you uh, meet somebody who's at somewhere you uh, you think that you want to be and you ask them, yo, how did you get to where you got right now? So a lot of times what you're expecting is what did you do? Like what were the steps? Like what, what did you figure out? What, what did you do? And they're probably going to tell you a couple of things, but they're still not going to really help you because... The, you might go do exactly what they did, uh, but it still didn't work for you. Well, the internal conflicts is the problem, right? I'm talking about you got to be, you got to be aware of the minute things from how childhood affect you in the present moment, so you can realize when you're just being a kid, right? When you're just being a kid. How about this? Here's a principle, right? I don't know how many of you you may still live with your parents or something like that, right? And let's think. Um, Whatever attitudes that you gain from them, maybe they're not the best to be, to be living with. And you're at a point in your life, you're like, yo, I need to do something for my life. I need to be better. I need to get out of here, right? And you're like, you're thinking to yourself, bruh, why do they got to act like this? Like, why do they got to be like this? Why do they got to try me like that? Um, but then you can also say, is, yeah, they, they are acting like this, but hey, I got a roof over my head and a place to stay. And then you can also say, hey, you know, they don't owe me anything, Right? They're actually blessing me, even though uh, they have some flaws that I don't flow with. They still don't owe me this, right? They're still doing good for me. And hey, I'm still the master of my destiny and the master of my fate, which means I must do what I need to do to get what I want. And I'm not, I must not depend on them to do what I must do for myself. And I'm grateful that they are adding value to me. So regardless of their flaws, I'm going to keep flowing because that's how I can create my life. And then you're going to see your flaws and how you react to them. Hey, am I snapping at them because that's how I've snapped at them when I was a kid? You know, or am I ignoring and not talking to this person because that's how I did it when I was a kid? And then you look at how you deal with your immediate circle and then see how you're dealing with your friends. And that's going to tell you a lot about why you are the way you are. Now, the ability to verbalize that. I realize that though it's really cool and sometimes I share it with some people that I really care about and that I want 
that I want to be 100% with, I share it with them in that way. But it's best to just communicate that with yourself. Information about yourself can is not great to be shared to everybody because some people are going to use that against you, right? They're going to put it in their tools to break you down when they feel like they need to. So some things you got to keep to yourself for your growth. You don't have to share it to everybody, right? It just so happens that I'm on this platform and I'm happening to do it. And by the way, make sure y'all send me a text now, 561-510-9605, 561-510-9605. If you want to continuously get these reminders, uh, uh, breathing breaks, uh, quotes, uh, all types of good stuff to help you stay in your courage. All right. Like I said, I'm just flowing. I'm going to have to apply these things to my own life. So you're like, what? You got to apply them. Uh, uh, yeah. Where I'm growing with you. <laughs> Duh. So you're like, just because I know. No, the thing is, we expect too much of ourselves. Now you're like, what do you mean? You're not supposed to have good standards? <sighs> Don't expect yourself to t- turn your flaws into flow. In one night, one year, two years, three years. Shoot, it took you 25 years to be like this. If you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. see you there what was I doing I was waving my hands like clouds wave your hands like clouds this is just one of the many different exercises that you can do to reverse your emotions reverse the emotion of worry let it go reverse the emotion of fear let it go reverse the emotion of anxiety in your shoulders let it go reverse the emotion of being scared in your hamstring drum it out these are a couple of things that I'm going to show you in next Saturday or Sunday's Qigong class. By clicking the link and getting your ticket today, you're going to learn specific medical Qigong exercises that can improve your vitality, reduce stagnation and inflammation, and muscle tension. So if you want to feel better, you want to breathe better, you want to transmit your stress into bliss, come learn how to breathe and how to move with the holistic motivator. All you got to do is get your ticket. The class is going to be fully online on Zoom where you could just set up your computer or your phone and we'll just engage in a meditation session. So if you're looking for practical exercises you can do to reduce your depression, anxiety, anger, and overall stress in your life, make sure that you join this class. You are not going to regret it. It's going to benefit you forever. It's not just a one-time class. It's a lifetime thing. So as soon as you learn how to do this one time, you can go home and do it by yourself. So make sure you click the link below to reserve your spot. It's the Holistic Motivator reminding you that you got the unlimited power in you to 
let go of stuck energy and be free from anxiety. That's my message and I'm sticking to it. I'll see you there. Peace. If it took you 25 years to be like this, if it took you 25 years to be like this, how are you going to do it in five, five hours? You can't be so hard on yourself. Lately, I've realized that the greatest gift to me has been patience and compassion. And you're like, uh, uh, patience and, and compassion? Trust me, I don't wake up every day and be completely happy about where I'm at in life. But I wake up every day like, yo, I'm creating it. So somebody says, uh, some people wake up with the things that they want. They got the house, the car, the money, the job. Probably got a nice girlfriend or maybe if they're not into the girlfriend thing, they got multiple girls. So in their head, they're like, yo, I'm living the life. Gene is up, up, you know, Gene is eating, right? But Mary's not. So Gene, Gene is eating and Mary is spiritually not eating. And you're like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> Which means... G, Gene got all his uh, physical needs taken care of, but on a spiritual, psychological, uh, mental level, Gene has not been there for Mary, which is uh, his girlfriend. So Gene, although Gene thinks he got it all figured out, he hasn't uh, created the best friendship with the person that's most important in his life. So Gene might go his, marry this girl, live a life with this girl, and end up not being happy because... Gene focused on things more than he did on himself, on his friendships, and on his way of being. So here's a realization that I came into connection with and into acceptance is that is the fact that although I am flawed, I am still in the flow. <laughs> although I am flawed, I am still in the flow. And you're like, what does that mean? That it just sounds good, right? Well, I'm flawed is my human self. I'm flawed, but hey, at any time, I can be the holistic motivator for real. Now you're like, it's not a facade, it's a connection. When I intentionally come here and say, yo, I'm going to add value to somebody's life. And this morning I was like, I'm going to talk about friendships. You think I wrote down what I'm going to talk about? You think I had it scheduled out, figured out, uh, finalized? I had it. I, I didn't have it. I promise you, I really didn't. But what I did have was that intention that, yo, I'm going to tap into the wisdom of God. And when I come here, whatever I say is going to be of value to not only you, but me. And then I do it. So I still can flow, which means I still can see the things about me I don't like. I can flow to see my flaws. And in seeing my flaws, I can turn my flaws into a flow fully living on wisdom using what you know as what you do now what's wisdom application of knowledge so fully living on wisdom means fully living on the application of what you've learned but what's most important is fully living on the communication from the divine 
that's fully living on wisdom because what you learned the bible says the wisdom of man what you've spiritually downloaded is the wisdom of god so that's why sometimes you know hey that's not the right thing and you're like how do i know this how do i know this then you get a confusion because you're like dang i can't believe i know this and i'm not doing it then you're like where does this come from and you're like i cannot believe i know this but i'm not doing it so you're looking at your flow and you're looking at your flaws and you're like I can't believe this. <laughs> Trust me, story of my life. It's like, yo, I, I know this, but I'm not doing it. So you're like, what's the gap between the knowing and the doing? Well, pain, pain is like that, that thing that says, yo, something is out of order. And unless you rearranged it, you're going closer to death. And you're like, oh no, I can't die. Uh, I don't feel, I don't want to feel pain right now. And also pain is when your energy is below 200, when you're not acting in courage. So pain is when you're in shame and guilt and fear and pride, that's pain. Fear, shame and guilt and pride, that's pain. And you're like, man, I'm in pain. So you're like, what's the purpose of pain? Well, the purpose of pain is to get you to be in touch with your flaws so you can get in the flow so you can tell your chi where to go. So you can turn your flaws into a flowing, so you're, you can turn all the stuck energy, right, into a flow that's going to, that's going to help your vibration go higher. So pain says, you're knotted up, do something. So pain says, open up your heart. <sighs> pain says, stretch it out. Pain says, get in touch with this. Pain says, breathe into it. Pain says, yo, stop eating what you're eating or stop eating when you're eating. Pain says, do something so you can flow again. Pain says, something is stuck and I need it to flow. So you got to take an action to allow it to flow. And unless you do that, I will not transmit from flaw into flow. So pain is indication that you need to do something different. But when it arises, there's something called the law of diminishing intent. So let's say I got cut and I got cut and it started gushing out. I'm like, oh my God, it's gushing out. It's gushing out. And then I'm holding the gush, I'm holding the gush. And I'm like, uh, I better uh, put some alcohol on this and a bandaid. But I've held it long enough or I've just kept focusing on it, held it, held it long enough and it keeps bleeding. Some people hold it long enough till it stops bleeding and becomes a scab. Some people let it bleed out till they die. And other people put the alcohol and put the band-aid. Now, the person who lets it bleed out to the scab might get an infection. The person who lets it bleed out completely uh, might die. You know, I don't know based on where that cut is. But the person who cleans up the wound and patches up has a faster recovery state. Now, some people are dying slow, which means they got some pain in their life and they never deal with it, which means they're slowly gushing out blood. Right, and their heart is not pumping enough blood, so their heart broken. And other people, they see it gushing out, and they say, "I'm bleeding. Uh, you know what? I'm just gonna hold on to it, and uh, I'm gonna hold this pain until it becomes a scab." Right, and then the scab heals for a little bit, but it's not really healed because it's still a scab. It's healing, right? So traumas, healing traumas, 
And then at some point, you got tired of holding it and, and you got tired of seeing the scab and you, you go back and you're like, oh, there's a scab there. And you start picking at it. Some people just like to pick on their scabs of pain. Like, oh, let me pick this scab back. Why, why do we like picking scabs? We're going to go a little deep here, but this is also, you're going to relate to this. We pick scabs because it feels good just as much as it hurts. It didn't hurt as much as the first time, but there's something about pain that also feels good. And you're like, what? Pain feels good because it can become pleasurable, right? That's... I'm not going to go into it. That's self-harm, right? That's when pain feels good because pain is better than feeling nothing at all. You're like, what? Well, if you feel no love, it's better to be in pain than to be in love. Not literally better, but in the form of the way that you're logically seeing it. So you're like, uh, I'm in pain... So that must be better. At least I can feel something. So we keep scabbing our pains so we can feel alive. So we might have had a traumatic experience and we get in the same circumstance again, then we just scab at it. <laughs> we like we brought it up again. That's the cycles. You know, I've endured cycles in my life <laughs> over and over. And I'm like, why do I keep scabbing at this pain? I thought I was over it. You know, I thought I was fully healing. Well, here's the thing. If you got scabs from five years ago, what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to learn to switch from focusing on the pain to focusing on how to get the pleasure, right? And then focusing on how to heal that. And then adopting a new philosophy that when I get cut, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get some alcohol. I'm going to put that bit that bit on it <laughs> and I'm gonna get me a band-aid and put that right there on uh, on that boy right there and I'm, I'm gonna leave that boy alone right I'm not gonna touch it right and if I know myself then I might have to like put some thing around it uh somebody said that um their grandma used to put uh aloe in their fingers so they won't suck their thumb so if you've been uh sucking your thumb like a pacifier to ignore your pain or to pick the scabs you gotta put some aloe on it so you're like, okay, Ed, I, I get it. What does this mean from a actual uh, 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 application perspective? Okay. You figure out your flaws. You figure out the things about your life that you didn't like, all the traumas, all the things that you've adopted, uh, the flaws that you built to, to combat the flaws of others, and you decide, like, yo, you know what? Let me wash this off. Like, how do I wash? Well, the alcohol of forgiveness and compassion is a good way to wash the scabs of your pain. The alcohol of forgiveness and compassion is the best way to wash away the uh, infection of your pain. And you're like, what does that mean? Well, first of all, you got to forgive the flaw of whatever other people and however they acted upon you. And just understand that. Unless they worked on themselves on getting into the flow state and listening to God and doing the work, they wouldn't have learned this. And you could see it in yourself like, yo, until I started doing this, I was just as toxic and I wouldn't have learned this. So that in itself should be enough as a basis to forgive them. Not to accept what they're doing, but to forgive what they did and forgive yourself from letting it be or for being in that circumstance. You're like, wait. Forgive myself for being there. 
well, you might not know it, but you might be holding up against yourself because you were there. And you probably had nothing, you couldn't change that situation as it, as it relates to what they did. But because you were there, you felt like you didn't leave. So you feel bad about not leaving. So we got to forgive them and we got to be compassionate, but we got to do it to ourselves. But every day then we have to let that, yo, forgiveness get away. We got to let that forgiveness and that, and that compassion be the smooth, the thing that smoothen things out. You know, that, 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 that kiss on the forehead after you get your boo-boo, right? That's going to be what forgiveness and compassion is. Sometimes it's going to burn. Thank you, Deja. When you do put the alcohol to start the healing process, sometimes it's going to burn when you decide to put the cream on it, right? Sometimes it burns to heal the pain. But the burning is just an indication that it's working, right? When you look at your flaws and you're like, yo, I don't like this. I got to deal with it. It means that you're, do you're dealing with it. You're growing. That in itself should like give, give yourself a pat on the back. Say, yo, I'm growing. I'm growing places, right? Because I'm letting that communication talk to me. Okay. It's 1047. This is about the class for today. It's the Holistic Motivator. I want to thank you all for watching Ed Talks Friends. Today, I only talk about one aspect of it. But all week, uh, God and I, or the Spirit of God, let me not diminish the Word of God, the Spirit of God, which worked within me, it will be back here to talk about friendships and relationships i can't wait for it because i need it because <laughs> i want to build the friendships and relationships in my life that not to be proud of but that i can be encouraged by and encouraging in <laughs> right i'm not trying to be proud of my relationships well i have some good friendships so. yeah i'm the man oh. <laughs> no no i'm not trying to be that way i'm just trying to be around people that I share good vibes with and for them to be around and share good vibes with me. So this whole week, I'm, I'm seeking for that growth and I'm going to be vulnerable to grow alongside you. But let's say you come here and you listen to this, you go home, you didn't do any journaling, you didn't do the flaw to flow, the flow, uh, the flow thing, right? And you're like, yo, I didn't do the flaw to flow. How do I do it, Ed? What's the secret? Um, here's, I got one homework for you, one homework, and I did it this morning, and I'm going to share it with you, make sure you do it, and if you want to get the text of the homework, you got to text me, 561-510-9605, text me homework, so I can text you what it is, some of you are not going to do it anyways, but it's okay, I love you anyways, but here's the, here's the thing, I don't want you to see my list of thoughts, shame, who cares? You can see them. If you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. Listen to me. The only way I can do this podcast is by getting sponsors and support. That's why I've partnered up with audibletrial.com. 
because you're not you when your mind's hungry. So feed your mind with some audiobooks all day every day. So are you tired, stressed, and anxious? Are you worried and uncertain about what your future holds? Do you want to grow to another level? Audible trials have changed my life. I started with an Audible trial and got one book called Think and Grow Rich. It took me way longer to try to read the book and I didn't remember as much, but when I listened to it about four times, I got the complete gist of the book. Because what happens when you listen to a book, it, your subconscious mind records it better. That's why I prefer audio rather than text. The average person reads less than a book a year. Top CEOs read about a book a month. Aren't you the top chief executive of your life? You are a CEO. You are a powerful being. So it's your time to invest in your mind. So don't hesitate, man. Go down below. There's a link in the in this podcast or whatever wherever you're listening. There's a link. All you gotta do is go to the description, click get free audiobook from Audible. Audibletrial.com forward slash ed talks. It's your life. Feed it when you need it. But here, look, flaw to flow. And you're like, this is simple. You're going to be like, okay, here's the character flaws I need to get out of. No, here's the character flaws I need to get in touch with that I need to convert into flow. That's it. So flaw to flow. Write all the things you don't like about yourself. And then on the next one, all the things that if you were fully living on wisdom, how would that look like? And every day, prime yourself to live in the flow, to fully live on wisdom, fully living on wisdom. Stay in the flow, stay in the flow, fully living on wisdom. Stay in the flow, stay in the flow, fully living on wisdom. Stay in the flow, stay in the flow. Fully living on wisdom, stay in the flow. Stay in the flow, stay in the flow. Fully living on wisdom, stay in the flow. Stay in the flow. <laughs> Maybe that's gonna remind you. Fully living on wisdom, stay on the flow. Don't just know it, live on it. If y'all enjoyed this moment, as I did, please subscribe to the podcast and how do you do that yo just go to anchor.fm forward slash ed talks or visit my website the holistic motivator.com and a second way is to just support your boy right let's plant some seeds of encouragement and build vibes of gratitude cash app ed talks just cash the the money sign ed talks donate to the podcast i got a um i'm gonna leave it on this final note i was listening to a message from eric thomas about how christians are scared to share their life or how we not more than ever we all need to share who we are and what we're all about and i was thinking about my own life and how this last week different things have been on my mind and what has been working with through me and how I've been able to get out of fear into faith and flowing more and not allowing what I think that you think that I am, your perception, hindering me from sharing my light. 
And as I continue to do it, I realized how powerful that is. And it really got me thinking what my mission here on earth. And what I realized was I am here to add value to people's lives, allow you to see something differently that you didn't see um, because you was looking at this direction. I'm a momentum switcher. Uh, sometimes I come with a battery pack and put it on your chest and say, wake up, let's get that motivation on there. But it's just what I do it for myself every day. So that's why I'm here. That's why my IG's here. That's what a text messaging here. That's why I'm doing everything. Um, and one the other day was like, yo, would you do this if you didn't get paid? And what I realized was, yo, I do this every day without getting paid. Like, I do it because it's my mission, right? So support your boy, Cash App, Ed Talks. I'm going to be hosting uh, seminars, workshops online. And what I'm going to be doing now is a coaching, the daily accountability group alongside coaching. So y'all want to get a coach, you're trying to lose weight, you need the whole holistic to get your body and mind right, holler at your boy. Don't go to Fit or LA Fitness, hire me, right? Don't consume the content and then go hire someone else you see that's not fair consume the content and hire me right if you need my services that's fair right but the most important thing is look at your flaws and see how you can convert them into flow what is a friend who is a friend that you would benefit from this episode who's a friend think about five friends that could benefit five friends that seems like ten if you do it uh, two times, that would be 10 friends. And send them this episode, okay? Now, I know y'all y'all tired of me by now, but I'm going to be gone for real now. I, I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for watching. Stay in your power. Remember, you got the element of power in you to achieve whatever it is that you want. But belief is the inertia builder. It's the momentum switcher. It's the kinetic energy influencer. It's going to get you rolling. You believe it. And you're like, yo, here's the wisdom I believe. And every day you must fully live on wisdom. And until that happens, the world will forever miss all your talents, all your gifts. Come on now. Y'all so gifted. And all the great things that you got to offer. Man, if I hid my light because I used to talk like this. Hi, everybody. How you doing? Thank you for coming to the Unlimited Power Show. I'm your host, CEO Ambitionist, and I want to thank you for being here today. Um, today I'm going to talk about living in your purpose. And I used to talk like that, but now I don't talk like that anymore because I'm free. If you don't share your light, you never know who you can be at the end of the tunnel. That's my message, and I'm sticking to it. Peace. remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be but first you must believe it in order to achieve it and until that happens the world will forever miss your talents your gifts 
and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.